Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Yeah, we're like a little bit late. <laughs> I, I didn't think we'd ever get back to this place, right? So Hey, we, we made it back, though. Uh, took us five months, you know, almost half a year off. But, hey, we came back. Well, we missed you guys. Hoped you guys missed us. I'm sure we don't have any listeners anymore. But <laughs> yeah, so we'll just call it a reboot where we're starting. We had, like, what, three? Like, we used to have a Patreon. And <laughs> that went away. And Actually, uh, every time I ran into somebody, they were asking me. There were people who were like, oh, I still need to catch up. And I was like, well, if you ain't caught up by now, you, you haven't been doing much of listening to us. But, uh, yeah. Well, well let's, let's not make, like, people actually listen to us. So. Hey, we're back. It's uh, Fukuoka Fat Guys, episode 129. So, yeah, you know, in the, the few years we've done this, we've come far well, quite a bit of ways. Um, and, man, so much shit has happened in our lives, in the world. And we're going to try and catch you all up with some of the stuff going on today. Um, we'll get to our absent in the later half of the podcast. But uh, to start off, I wanted to talk about uh, the crazy shit going on in the fitness world. Uh, big, big, big uh, fitness influencer. Uh, I'm sure everyone's, um, if you're into the fitness world, you've pretty much seen all of it. So It's yeah. uh, Liver King. Uh, Liver King is a uh, influencer who got popular by what's his nine ancestral tenets, his nine rules to follow for. Basically, he eats raw shit. No, not even plain. He eats raw. Raw balls. Liver testicles of what? What was it, Buffalo and shit? Like, all kinds of weird stuff. Yeah, yeah. And in the past, he's been doing it for a year, and he bumped up to, like, five, like a million followers on YouTube, and then, like, of all of his, all his stuff put together, like, three million, I think, or so. He had so, Something like that. Some crazy, crazy... He's he's a social media icon, right? Mm-hmm. Like, no, I mean, no. He, I mean, we've, we've covered him before. Like, we've talked about him a lot. So. Yeah, back when he was still in the early part of his rise, I want to say. But, um... Liver King is a guy. He's been selling supplements. He's been uh, passing on this. His uh, do you know what the nine tenets is? It like his the rules for better living. It's like make your body feel the cold, uh, sleep, expose yourself to some cold, uh, sunlight. sunlight in the morning. Um, make sure to sunlight your butthole. Like you know, he's not, he's dead serious joking. about that too. So. Just stuff like that, like this. Look it up. I mean, but there, but either way, he's got like nine things. You know, he he has this whole his his sales pitch, and gotten big. Like, like you sleep on the floor, you know, like you yeah, know, yeah, hard hard place. You like no beds and shit like that. And so why is he pop up in the news? Well, he's got a crazy physique, uh, physique, and he says it's all natural. Well, he's been asked like. Millions of thousands of times, like, have you ever taken steroids? I don't do. <laughs> In his voice, right? Yeah, I don't touch that shit. His like, character. The o- the only cycle I use is the cycle of life. Yeah. Some some BS. So, guy's been going good, selling his stuff. You know, you live this way, you can be like me. Blah 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 blah. And it came out. I want to say a month ago, like probably December. Yeah, December. Someone came out with emails from before he became an influencer, and homie spends about ten to twenty thousand a month on, um, what do they call them? PEDs, uh, performance enhancing drugs, and just blew up his life. Like he he had to make like his apology video and all this stuff, and 
first off, the apology video, that thing was just bad. It was cringy. Um, apparently, Homeboy was rich, is rich. He was rich yeah. and anonymous. <laughs> yeah. So in his apology video, he was like, listen. Oh, God. In his voice. Primals. Yes. Every YouTuber who has a ton of followers, you can't call your followers anything, but you have to give them a special name. His is Primals. It's better than Simps. (laughs) But he told these people, he's like, listen, I fucked up. You know, uh, I was rich before. You know, I'm rich after. And I guess he was trying to say he doesn't do it for the money, but it just came off so fucking cringy. And... He said, I found it sincere. It was not sincere in the fucking slightest. He said he did this shit because men kill themselves and all kinds of shit. And it's like, nigga, you did it for money. Liver King, if you're listening, come to my house. <laughs> it's all right. To do what? I will still break bread with you. <laughs> You'll break balls with him. You mean? <laughs> Full of bread. So he doesn't even eat that shit. Oh, dude. Like, it was crazy. He was going on podcast after podcast and he'd bring the food to uh, the the raw food, like raw liver and stuff to to the people to eat. Brought testicles for people to eat. (laughs) How how many testicles did people eat in in the hopes of looking like the liver king? But yeah, I know, right? And I mean, and that's what his his supplements were like, supposed to be like the vitamins and stuff you'd get from the, what do they say, the organs? Organs in like meat have a lot of uh, good uh, nutrition for us. That'll help us, right? Is that what I'm using the right word? <laughs> uh, yeah, organ meat, basically. Yeah, organ meat. There it is. And so he made so su- that's where his supplement line came from. And he's got like three different lines too. Ancestral supplements. He's he partners up with uh, Paul Saladino, right? That's the the true liver king. Like, oh, I, fuck, I have no idea. I just know that I don't mind that he uses performance enhancing drugs. Like he's not a comp. He doesn't do competitions or anything. It's just it's his life, his money. I didn't like it that he didn't tell nobody and sold it and tried to pretend that he was clean. Like we talked about this with uh, Thor. What's who's the guy plays Thor? Hemsworth. Yes, Chris Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth. Right, Chris Hemsworth has his his online. Um, uh, fuck, what's it called? His the, app. Yes, his app. Thank you, God. I'm bad at this again. He has his online app, and he was selling you know this fitness training app and all this shit. But the hey, biggest you work out like him, you can look like Thor. But. That motherfucker is on PEDs too. Allegedly, we uh, don't we don't know. The Rock, he's on PEDs. You don't know that. Chris Pratt, he's on PEDs. Chris Rock, we don't <laughs> know that. Why would Chris Rock be on PEDs? But you know they're doing it for Hollywood, and that doesn't affect us. You know they're getting their life. But when you start selling shit, just be real with it. That's yeah, all. we tell you guys we're on PEDs, but you guys don't give a shit because <laughs> we look like crap. RTRT. <laughs> But I don't know. I mean, how do you feel? Because you're you're way more optimistic and nicer about people than I am. Like, if I can spend twelve thousand dollars just on ipramorelin, which is the growth hormone stuff, and like HGH and all the other stuff, I would do it too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I but mean, would like, you tell how, people? How do, if, how do I? I'd be fully transparent because, like, you don't want, dude. It, it this life is hard enough as it is, right? Like, so. If you're like, you know, giving people false hopes, man, it's, I mean, you might break someone's heart, man, that think breaking their balls, um, eating balls and breaking balls, trying to, trying to look like you, you know, so just, I would personally, because it's hard to lie every day, you know. Well, Liver King's in his mid forties and he's, he's got a great 
body from you know his age like everyone anyone who does fitness knew he was doing it you know rogan was the first one right like the that guy's got so much steroids it's coming out of his ass <laughs> and rogan was hard on him after he got caught too but i don't know it just like like they're, they're, he has nothing to lose by telling the truth i mean i mean before right like it was super illegal like it was uh the, the schedule of the drug was really really bad so i mean i understand why arnold and those guys they never talked about it right so they never said they did it or didn't do it. They just didn't want to talk about it. Jay Cutler never wanted to talk about it. Like, a lot of people didn't want to talk about it. So, I mean, like, just say you're not comfortable talking about it. But don't say, I don't take that stuff or I'd never I'd never take that stuff. That's if it's crazy. if it's illegal, I can understand, I guess. You know. it's, it's illegal, but... But, I mean, like, now that it's all out there, like, is there... Will he be prosecuted for it? Like, you know... Nah, I mean, you, for personal... Like, it's his the use is for personal use right so it's it's prescribed by a doctor a doctor <laughs> so but when you say illegal do you mean like in competition or just in like everyday like in personal use too before before when TRT wasn't i mean even now when you talk about testosterone people don't they don't view testosterone as as a as a therapy they they view it as steroids and which is which is pretty much like we're like the the amount that I take, it's just enough to get to like how naturally gifted people are, mm-hmm. you know. So, um, I mean, I don't even think I'm. Last time I tested myself, I wasn't even at twelve hundred or something like that. Like I think I was just barely at nine. So, um, I would love to be at fourteen or fifteen. I've seen, I've heard some people were like at two thousand twenty five hundred. So. Jesus Christ! I mean, I mean, Anthony doesn't actually. He doesn't like the feeling of that aggression he doesn't like it so <laughs> i love it it's 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 a hard feeling to deal with i guess is what it's because like when i get that aggressive like i just get like i pop off kind of quickly and that's that's a lot to deal with like especially as a teacher right when we, we go into school and shit kids like sorry teacher what the fuck did you say you know and you just want to like you know, like that's it, it, dude it, it, when we were fucking younger and doing that shit that was a lot to deal with so it's not that I don't like it. It's just in my current job and way of life, it would hinder me more than, you know, than I really want to deal with. Like, and, and to be fair, like I'm not, I'm not training as much as I as I would like to these days. Like, I'm, um, being older, it's much harder. Like, like no joke, man. The difference between being forty five even to forty seven is pretty big. Like, and I think once you get into your forties, it's pretty, it's it's pretty tough. So. Yeah. So, like, so for someone like that to do all this stuff, like I said, I, I, I'll take back what I said. If I thought if he could get like legally prosecuted for coming out and telling the truth, then I don't mind him lying to that aspect of it. No, but the way he, it's just the way he lied about it, though. You know, he doubled down. Yeah, he was said. bragging. He was making jokes. He had and, a and the climate now is it's so it's actually more advantageous for you to actually just say you take stuff because. It's more accepted now, like Kenny KO's out there, you know, like, like making people like known that you're taking stuff. And is that the guy who interviews at the the, the convention? Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I think that's because he said he's trying to take the stigma away from it. Yeah, because there should be, you know, if you use testosterone, there's no really big problems about it. It's when you start abusing stuff when there's problems, right? So the thing is, if you're not being supervised and your blood pressure gets too high or you're you could have like problems with your body, then you have you have some problems. So. You just gotta make sure that you're actually 
getting your blood work done and not just shooting up random shit. And you never know what you're getting from China, right? So, like, I have some ipermorelin in my refrigerator right now, like from China. And I don't know if I want to inject that shit in my body, but what is that? Is that a stuff that, stuff that liver can use? Is like the growth hormone peptides? Well, I mean, because a lot of uh, uh, we've talked about like stuff we used to take back, you know, when we first started working. When I first started working out with Carl, ah, those are just supplements. Though. But I mean, but even some of the supplements, like people don't follow directions. We had the the fat burner slash appetite suppressor. The, uh, the a lot of people die taking those though because they overdid what it said to do. Uh, general caffeine. If you take twenty cups of caffeine, you're gonna die. Yeah. Like. But it it was a uh, ephedrine. Ephedrine was a a uh, what was it a fat burner or an Just enhancer? Al- alkaloid. It's a cousin. It's a asthma medication. It's uh, clenbuterol. Like, but ephedrine was used for working out before. But yeah. then people overtook it. And so now it's, you know, it's only used as medicine. Like, I think they use it to, like, jumpstart your heart. But, you know, in those aspects, you know, that's why I think some of the things are illegal. But if people knew how to just treat them right and stuff, like, you can't, don't overuse shit, have a doctor. But, yeah, that Kenny K.O. guy, the guy, if you guys have time, look him up. He he just goes into convention. He's like, hey, can I ask, are you natty or not? And, and, you know, people will go into it. Uh, I didn't know that the, the fucking cycles of steroids, they like change your facial features and shit too. Did you know that actually breathing through your mouth changes your facial features too? I had no idea. Yeah, they had uh, Zac Efron. Um, they showed a picture of him from, what was the movie with The Rock? Uh, Baywatch? Yeah. And they showed a picture, I guess he's in the Barbie movie, and his face has like gotten more like Neanderthal looking. Like it's it's pretty crazy. And you know, he was the kid who came up during the school. Is that musical. why the way we look, the way we look? <laughs> we have not done enough fucking shit to do to look like Neanderthals yeah, and shit. They were like. calling us monkeys the other day. Who was calling us that? A lot. Of <laughs> but no, nah, like, like I, like I said, I have no problem with people taking the shit. You know, if you're not competing, and I mean, even in competition, if everyone can do it, then who the fuck cares? You know. Baseball people use steroids and shit, and they, they got to do that just to make that game entertaining because that's a boring ass sport. Even in weightlifting, like recently, um, Liu Zhaozhang popped, right? So he's the most decorated weightlifter, and mm-hmm. that was kind of weird that all of a sudden he gets popped and he got popped for EPO, which is the same stuff that um, it's like the blood doping that they use in cycling. So if you've seen the, the documentary Icarus, mm-hmm. which is where they shoot the stuff that doubles your red, red cell blood count blood count so it makes you be able to like go harder in exercise and stuff so it's really weird that he got caught for that so well I, I hear there's another issue of like with people who use performance enhancing stuff and it's like there's this this and this that's illegal and if you use something that's new is that illegal like if it's not been categorized and I think they have to they actually have a what's called an A and a B sample mm-hmm. and so like they have your sample stored and so they'll they'll actually test like later on and that's why like there's retroactive bans like yeah. someone will actually get popped like 10 years later because they found like new chemicals and then they have they have tests because there's stuff like um the whole balco thing was like that right so like the barry bonds and uh, mark mcguire stuff like mm-hmm. they were using stuff that wasn't even like um they couldn't test for it yet traceable yeah so new designer stuff so there's always there's always going to be ways to cheat the system yeah there's always going to be ways yeah, the I was just. It's just what what, what Anthony or what I am trying to say is like, if you're if you have any doubt 
that you're gonna actually game the system and deceive people, then you should actually disclose that you're using. <laughs> you shouldn't use stuff in the hopes that like to get th- away with it. Well, just it makes you, it makes you think that like it's a supplement or th- those nine ancestral tenants. It was a good message, right? But yeah, and it's it's, it's how, stuff how we've it said spread, before. Yeah. You had we talked a long time ago about the dude who used to take ice baths and swim in the the super sub zero cold or whatever. And how it did good for his body, like the breathing dude. And, you know, that's one of the dude, the liver king's tenants is, you know, it's stuff we've heard before. I've heard of hippies showing their butt sunlight. I'm not doing that. That sounds fucking stupid. But going outside, getting your daily, you know, vitamin D and shit. um, A lot of getting sleep. We've talked about sleep a lot on here. So it's not like he had any bad messages. But when you put... Once you put that that shady shit into it, it takes you know it's like he you lo- you lose the trust, you lose the faith in everything that guy says, you know. Yeah, how do you even know? Like, is this what he really does? Like, mm-hmm. he, he straight up lied to Mark Bell's face. That was fucking crazy. Yeah. So this guy who talks about sleeping on, you know, hard surfaces for you know to help out your body and you know putting your body through all this stress and shit, and it's like. You know, you could be out there just filming the shit, and then once the camera's off, you're in the hot, nice, soft bed, you know, fucking dicking around. And and that was another thing. The Liver King said the reason he did this was because his sons had uh, allergies, and he's like, this new diet solved all those problems in a week. And it's like, you got rid of allergies by eating bull testicles? Like, that. it just sounds more bullshit now, you know? And it's like, so, yeah, I just, I don't like it. If you're trying to sell a service to something, you should just be honest with that and if it is illegal just don't say anything like carl said i think that would be the better of the choice because when he he was making videos making fun of that like he had a video of a piece of liver like stabbed you know with a bunch of syringes in it you know pretending to be uh steroids and he's like oh just a normal meal for me you know the liver king blah blah blah. but no i i think his apology was bad but I don't wish him any ill will or anything. Um, he's still going to make a shit ton of money. He's fucking rich anyway. It doesn't fucking matter. Like, he was like, I was rich before, I'm rich after. Like, ah, dude. Like, uh, and apparently he said the reason his apology was so bad is the PR team that he had do it um, that told him what to say. That was like the, their words. And I'm like, that PR team needs to be fucking fired. But he still, his rise to. Where he is at to get the number of followings. He did that shit in a year. Yeah, we, we have uh, three followers. Yeah, so. And one of it's his sister, and, and it's me and Anthony. It's like <laughs> the three three people. <laughs> we just talked to Asia straight now. Um, but yeah, no, it, it was uh, pretty nuts. But I guess with all the talk of being on the stuff, you were in Canada and were off yours for three months. How was that? Um, yeah, it's pretty tough. Like, uh, you look when you showed me the pictures of you working out, you look like you got small very quick. Like, oh, yeah, sick. Like, the drive was gone. Like, testosterone is like really responsible for your drive and like packing on muscle. And I'm, I'm naturally like a small kid, so like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna shrink. So, I'm, I put back on a lot of fat. So, since I got back, but yeah, it was, it was, um, it's very hard not to have like just. I didn't have a proper PCT lined up, so it was really, really tough. Like PCT, um, when you get off gear, you're supposed to like try to jumpstart your um, natural testosterone production. Mm-hmm. So 
Usually you use like Clomid or HCG, but I didn't have any access to that, so I just kind of like bit the bullet and was like, let's go. How was it working out in Canadian gyms? That was probably your first time working out in Canada, right? Yeah, I mean, just lots of lots of strong people, super strong. Like a lot of people deadlifting like five, seven plates, Jesus stuff Christ. like that. Um, a lot of bigger people, like um, met a couple of IFBB pros and it was nice. It was um, pretty interesting. Yeah, man, that's fucking awesome. Um, well, I guess we should get into uh, all our good yeah, flight ba- talk. But Basically, I was in Canada for about three months um, for work. Um, yeah. It was... Uh, you left in... November. End of September. September. I left in September. I left September 2nd, and I came back like November 20th or something you left like that. So you left before I went to California? Yeah. Damn, I thought you went after me. No. Oh, shit. Fuck. <laughs> you, you were gone for a long ass. I was gone for three months, yeah, basically. Yeah. Like 90, like 80 days or something like that. Like some some, some crazy number like that. 70. Oh, we, we haven't done this in a while. I forgot. Before we go into that, do you have any fat hacks today? Yeah, basically, um, this is being the new year and everything, and everyone wants um, the fastest way to actually get to your goals right the fastest way is just to take one small step put the next foot in front of you and just go right like um ethan supley which is uh, the guy he's, he used to be this really fat dude who was in um like um what what show is that you're talking about the remember the, the titans and yeah, stuff the, that, yeah. that he's he's really ripped big now. white dude yeah. yeah so he he really likes working out and his uh his quote was like just get out of the burning house you know like um, if whatever you've been doing, you know, for the past 10 years or three years or whatever, however long it's been, you, you can't be doing that anymore. You, you can't be in a burning house and try to assess that, that threat. Just get out of the house, you know, like just, just do what you have to do to get safe. Right. So mm-hmm. whether that's uh, for you, just deciding tomorrow you're going to get up and go for a walk, then go for that walk, you know? Like whether that's you going like, I'm gonna go to the gym today, and I'm I'm only gonna work out for five minutes. Then that's five minutes, right? So some people say like, um, that's pointless. But um, there was this guy that did that. He established a habit. Like he was just gonna go to the gym for five minutes. So he would just go. He'd go in for five minutes, pick something up, and he'd leave. You know, but he'd always go for five minutes. Five minutes turned to ten minutes. Ten minutes to twenty. And then you know, he just but he was more comfortable making that drive and going there, right? So, and it was it was probably a a goal that was just so easy to achieve. Yeah. So you know, going in for five minutes, like anyone can do. Yeah. That. You you anyone can do that. Anyone can go for a walk. Anyone can actually do something. But if you're gonna put like a a really serious, like a over lofty goal in your in in your view, you're most likely not gonna not gonna make it. Right. You need to set up like little small wins. So that you can actually, like, celebrate those small wins and have gain momentum. Like, mm-hmm. motivation will never really. Everyone thinks of motivation first, and then you'll you'll just get there. But it's actually action, action, then motivation. Yeah, yeah, the, the, that that's true. Because when when I first started working out with you, I wanted to work out, but I wasn't motivated myself. And working out together, seeing gains. That that motivated me to stay on diet or whatever the fuck I was doing back then. So it's just yeah. And 
what it was is like we would surround ourselves with people that were like loved to do the same things. You know, we'd love to actually um, like go to the gym and train together, talk about training. Like we'd look forward to like that weekend. I think we even wake up early. Like and we'd all. Oh yeah, I'd, I'd wake up at six a.m. and run to the station. Yeah. Yeah. So and then we'd all go and then we we just eat. Massive amounts of food after, you know. See, yeah, dude, like it, it's fucking awesome. And um, I mean, we've we've yeah we've mentioned that before, and I know it's just like, you know, for me that that motivation that I lost, like it was, you know, even looking at the camera now, I'm like, fuck, <laughs> you know, it's been so, so long. I'm like, I don't want to see this this it, state puff looking motherfucker looking at me. It was so funny. Like, um, it was New Year's Eve, and then um, the first time in a long time we had a party at my house. And people were here till like two a.m. or something. It was pretty great. Yeah. But um, anyways, we were just watching videos of our podcast, and uh, and then um, someone goes, "Hey, that's yeah, that is you guys." <laughs> and these these are new people because people who don't normally Racist hang co-workers. out with us. Yeah. So, and then they go, "Oh yeah, but he was skinnier then." But <laughs> uh, but the funny thing was Anthony thought he was fat then. So like, just Anthony's just got to get out of the house. He's yeah. Just gotta. He's gotta just figure out like. You know, just take it one one day at a time. You know, just freaking go. Honestly, I think doing the getting to the gym and just even spending ten minutes there that would be step one. And I think step two is just recording what I eat, not not going like cutting or whatever. Just seeing the amount of calories I'm pulling in. Like, I think those two things. If I could do those two things that would give me the motivation to change because it's easy to ignore stuff when you don't see the damage you're doing. You know, it's easy to be like, oh, I'll eat this, I'll eat this, I'll eat this, you know. I'll eat once a day and it's like, oh, here's 4,500 calories, you know. Yeah. I think, yeah, doing those two things. But new year, you know, new resolutions. We'll see if I'm still full of shit this year too. Um, But yeah, I'm going to try and keep it small and easy uh I, w- I went to the gym once this year and fucking tweaked my back so i had to hang out in carl's massage chair but we'll see how it goes from there you know i really do want to get back on track and you know all the people who fucking hit us up and check on us and the new year's wishes and stuff hey thank you all you know matt was talking to me at work and he was like yo where the fucks are my episodes at so and aaron hit me up so yeah we're gonna uh, see, we're gonna see. We're gonna. St- I'm gonna do smaller stuff. I'm not gonna look for the end goal. I'm just gonna look for, you know, the end of the day goal and see if I can go from there. But I think it's a good thing because once again, it's nothing new what we're telling you guys. And the last thing that I'll leave you with is, if you want to be, uh, this this applies not just to fat hacks, but like anything that you want. Like if you want to be a successful YouTuber, or you want to be lean, or you want to be rich, or whatever the hell you want to be. You got to actually look at like the people that you want to be like and you got to emulate them. You got to actually look at their habits and see like what they do. Right? Learn so, from them. Yeah. So if, if you want to be, you got to have an identity, right? So if you, no one like who quits drinking says, oh, I'm a, I'm a person who quit drinking yesterday or like, you know, like it's like, I just don't drink, you know? So yeah, do it. Yeah. So just got to figure out like what you want to be like emulate them and and then like if you if you do have a have a relapse or if you do fail because you are going to fail mm-hmm. everyone makes mistakes dude it's not the end of the world you it's like 
you get to wake up the next day. I mean, you should be fortunate enough that you you're able to move, because a lot of people can't. You know, they can't move, they can't do stuff like so. I'm I every time I get to work out, I'm I'm super grateful that I can. You know, so I'm I'm gonna keep this gravy train going as I can as long as I can. So we'll we'll see how, how it goes. But um, just try to move every day, try to stretch every day, and uh, just be happy, man. Just be whatever stage you're in whether you're you're a little fluffy you're ripped to shreds or you're like fat like us you know <laughs> just love yourself man come from a place of love and i think you'll be okay sounds good man all right let's we're gonna head over to story time so we've been gone five months and i thought we should catch you up on what's been going on before we hop on carl's story i'll go through my quick thing first off gotta say uh, congratulations once again, Robert and Isabella. Congratulations. They got married. Uh, I was Robert's best man at the wedding. Um, homeboy uh, paid for me to come out there and be a part of his wedding, and it was just fucking amazing. He he covered so much that made the trip viable for me. You know, I had uh, to use – I had no sick days to use because of, you know, my fun with corona earlier in the year and uh, misjudgment on when I'd get my, my days back. But um, – God, going back to California, going to a maskless world, that shit was so fucking trippy. Like, everyone was not wearing masks. I mean, now we have, like, an, a, another wave of corona hit Japan. But when I went, just fucking amazing. Got to see my mom, my sister, a whole lot of friends I haven't seen in, like, 10, 12 years. Like, it was fucking nuts. The wedding was beautiful. We were up in, like, northern part of California in this vineyard where they made this special wine and just partied all night long like fucking took pictures had a great time uh met isabella's family everybody wants me to come back to america <laughs> i met isabella's mom for the first time and she was like oh you know how long you been in japan i'm like oh about 15 years she's like oh you need to come home and i'm like oh ni- nice to meet you <laughs> it was so so funny like but it's nice to be missed but the good lord Flying fucking sucks. Oh, God. Fuck Hawaiian Airlines. That's my message. That's my fat hack or whatever. Fuck Hawaiian Airlines. That was the worst. I chose the flight, so nobody's at fault but me. And I was supposed to leave Fukuoka to Hawaii to, uh, where was I going? San Francisco? Yeah. I think I was landing in San Francisco. And... First things happen before I even get to the day of the flight, they try and cancel my flight. There's no flight from Fukuoka to Hawaii. And I talked to the person on the phone. They're like, yeah, we're just going to cancel and refund your money. I'm like, no. Like, what do you mean? No. I'm like, well, you know, you should try and fix the problem. You shouldn't just, you know, erase it. And they're like, what do you mean? I'm like, if I canceled my flight on you, I'd have to pay a fee, wouldn't I? And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, so are you going to give me a discount on a different flight? Like, how is this going to work? And they're like, there's nothing we can do. And I'm like, well, I'm going to call you back. And I called back and talked to somebody else. And they said, oh, so you just want to make your flight the same day. And I'm like, yeah. They're like, oh, okay. So, hey, baby. (laughs) Uh, I said, you know, they sent me up with a flight from Fukuoka to Tokyo, Tokyo to Hawaii, Hawaii to, uh, to California. And you know, no problem. Day of the flight. Uh, get to the airport two hours early. 
uh, at Fukuoka Airport with my girlfriend. They can't find my flight reservation. So I'm panicking trying to call the Hawaiian Airlines flight lady and took about an hour and a half. I got about 30 minutes to get to the flight now. Oh, you know, that fucking sucks. Make it. No problem. Uh, get to the f- ride the flight. They they made me pay for leg room for, you know, extra places. They didn't even put they put me in the wrong seats. So I'm just like fucking a, you know, but whatever. Get to Tokyo and getting on the next flight and bunch of military dudes and they all don't even wear masks. You know, in the airport, I was like, "Damn, you know, that's how serious they are." But going to America, no other real problems. They put me on the flight from Tokyo to Hawaii. I got a decent amount of legroom, and then the flight from Hawaii to California, there was nobody sitting next to me, so it was just nice. Service, the service on the flight was nice. The staff, stewardesses, cabin attendants, whatever you call them, wonderful people, very polite, very kind. They were really, really nice to me. Coming home fucking sucked. So I had two of my three vaccination shots and the Fukuoka, the the people in Fukuoka said, hey, you're just going to need to get a PCR test when you come back. And I said, okay. You know, it's like, do I need to do it before a flight after? And they said, you can do it when you land. I'm like, are you sure? Okay. And this is talking to the Japanese people. I thought that was okay. My mom and sister were leaving at 7 a.m. So we got up at 5 a.m. and I got to the airport about 6:30. My flight didn't leave till nine. And well, they won't let me get on without a PCR test. And I said, okay. So like, oh, PCR place doesn't open until uh, eight o'clock. I'm like, well, fuck. And then they're like, and it also takes an hour. So this is the start of my flight home. You know, yay. And I like kind of knock on the door. The people come early. Oh, naked baby. And uh, the the people, I'm like, hey, can we get this started? You know, because I don't have much time. And basically, they just take my information and they're like, which test do you want? And I'm like, you know what? Let me just check with the people and see if I need this hour test. And I go check. Like, we just need something that says negative. So I take the short one, get it. They put me through security. I get it. I make the fucking flight. Oh, hallelujah. They sat me in the wrong fucking flight area. I'm sitting next to some old dude who's got his foot propped up on a suitcase. And I'm just like, fuck, man. Land in Hawaii. I know your your home is supposed to be like this whole like laid back, you know, aloha, fucking good vibe shit. Your fucking airport. People there fucking suck. Customs. I wanted to fight customs. Security. Old fat troll looking motherfucker. I'm like, bro. Why are you making the line take time? Oh, no. Like, oh, I wanted to slap motherfuckers. I was tired. I was, you know, mind you, I've been up since five. And I get to the airport. Got to go through customs. Nobody knows shit. When I left Japan, they said, you don't need to pick up your luggage until you land in San Francisco. I'm like, are you sure? Yeah. They're like, oh, you landed in Hawaii. You got to go through customs. You need to get your bags. I'm like, but they said, they're like, you got to get it. I'm like, fuck. All right. And then coming back. People who speak English said the same thing. You don't have to pick up a bag still uh, to Fukuoka. They were fucking wrong too. But do all this shit and I get to, you know, I'm on my second to last leg of the flight. 
uh, same shit. Just like <sighs> it was easier coming back because I didn't have a long layover. But I land in Tokyo and I have an hour and a half to get to my flight to Fukuoka. And, you know, I did my PCR test, all this other shit. And I'm fucking tired. This is, I've been up 24 hours now. And I get off the plane and someone's holding my name card. And they're like, hey, you have a, you know, you need to make your flight at this time. If you can't make it, call us and we'll put you on the next flight. I'm like, no, fuck that. I'm making that flight. Um, dude, I was fucking tired, all right? Get off, go, and then there's people, and they're like, do you have the app? And I'm like, what? What are you talking about? They're like, do you have the app? And I'm like, you have to tell me what this app is. I don't know what you're talking about. And they're like, do you have that? And I asked them in Japanese. I'm like, what is this fucking app? I'm like, I don't understand. I'm tired. I'm cranky. And now I'm starting to cuss at people. And they're like, you need this Corona app. And I'm like, but I have my PCR test. Like, no, you need to get the app. And I'm like, okay. And so I download the app. And I'm like, well, I got to go make my flight. And they're like, oh, no, you have to go to the Corona check. And I'm like, but I have my paperwork. And so I'm losing my shit. I had to walk like 30 minutes one way. And so I'm just jogging with you know, 100 pounds of bags. So I had a 50 pounds and then my rolling one and then like my carry-on. And I'm just like, fuck, 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 fuck. And there's like 100 people, staffers, pointing you to where to go. But then there's also arrows and cordon ropes. And I'm like, why do you need both? Just use one. I get to the place and they're like, oh, you don't need the app. You just need to fill out this stuff online. And I'm like, what the fuck? So all this stuff to do the app, I fill it out. I'm like, all right, can I go to my flight now? Like, oh, no, you got to keep going forward to the next part. And now I'm just fucking just pissed, cussing. Got about an hour left. Yeah, it's a good time, right? Get to the next point, And then they point me into the little check line. And they're like, oh, did you get a PCR test? And I said, yes. They look, they couldn't read the English because I think I got the wrong one. But they're just like, okay. And they give me a paper that looks like someone printed off at the printer home. They're like, that's it. And I'm like, I just wasted 40 fucking minutes to come do two seconds. So now I have to run all the way back because it doesn't loop around. So I got to run all the way back. Got to go through uh, immigration. I have a residence card with my working visa. There's a separate line for us. Old bitch at the fucking front. She says, oh, you need to go into the regular line. I said, but I have a car. She's like, no, it doesn't matter if you have a working visa. And I'm like, so I stand in this line. I got about 40 minutes now. And I'm like, fuck, I'm not going to make my flight. And I talk to the people in line. They're all foreigners. I'm like, do you guys have this residence card? They're like, no, we just have our passport. You know, We're just here on a temporary visa. So I get the bitches. I'm like, look at the fucking card. She's like, oh, you're in the wrong line. So now I'm cussing at her. I'm like, fucking... I was so goddamn mad. So go through. I have 30 minutes and I have to take a monorail to the next terminal to get to the one to the Fukuoka thing. I'm running and I just got to make it to this escalator. And it's a fucking like four story escalator. It goes up like four flights of stairs. And this old dude is coming at the same speed as I am. And I'm like, and I'm in Japanese. I'm like, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. And I'm saying it because I got 100 pounds plus me. I don't want to crush nobody. And old man was like, fuck you. And he tried to bump in me. So I just picked up my bag and just kind of slipped on by him, got on the escalator because he wasn't in no fucking rush. Well, when I did that, I bumped him with my foot. So he starts yelling at me in Japanese. And I'm like, sorry. And then I'm like, 
Why didn't you fucking move? And then I was fucking pissed and I started cussing him out. It's like, yo, motherfucker. I was like, you got anything else you want to say? And it's a horrible thing to do. Don't judge me. I know I was being an ass, but I was at hour 26 and I was tired. And I was like, holy shit. I get up, get to the monorail, get to the gate. I have 20 minutes. I come in. They're like, your flight's gone. And I'm like... I had never felt so fucking defeated in my life. I was just like, Jesus fucking Christ. I went through all this shit and I was sad. And then the dude, you know, and I still had an attitude because they would ask you stupid shit. They're like, do you want a different flight? And I'm like, don't you think I need one motherfucker? And I was just like, and I was like, I'm sorry. You don't deserve that. Yes. And they're like, well, we have another one going in 40 minutes. I'm like, I don't care, bro. Just whatever. And literally all that bitching I did by the time they checked my bag and I walked through security. It was already time for me to get on the thing. And my whole flight trip, the one thing I have to say is when you see a motherfucker losing their shit at the airport, it don't don't judge them too hard. <laughs> like, it might not be their fault. They might be having a bad day and it's really easy to happen. Uh, you know, I can honestly say that that was probably my Karen moment and like, Fuck Hawaiian Airlines, like 110. percent Yeah, it's you, Hannah. But yeah, that that was my my thing. I, I wanted to to get that out there. Mine wasn't as bad as Carl's, though. Carl, why don't you tell us a little bit about Canada? <laughs> Basically, uh, my time in um, your homestay. Start with your homestay. My homestay was actually we get to Canada, which is pretty nice. Um, the weather was actually pretty pretty much like fall for the le- for like the first 50 days so it was pretty nice so it was actually pretty fun um we stayed at a camp for about 30 30 days or f- yeah so we were just like quarantined for about 30 days in this camp by ourselves and it was pretty fun it um the only thing was eating camp food and not having TRT was pretty rough. Hold on one second. Yeah. She's, she's <laughs> really, really, really fussy. Yeah. Hacha? Good. Do you want this? Mm. Sorry, one second. <laughs> Anthony, talk to her real fast. Honey. So, yeah, he was in a countryside camp. Um, him and one other... Uh, Japanese teacher um, and about 18 kids I believe he said yeah and yeah they they had so they had a three-month plan first one was doing the camping stuff with just them and the students and then after that they were gonna have the kids go do homestay while they attended uh, schools with the students they were homestaying with and uh, it the, the hard thing was um, during the homestay time, not only my kids had to do homestay, but I had to do homestay too. So my first host was this uh, bipolar, crazy lady. Yeah, <laughs> I'm getting texts from him, and he's like, "Oh my god, I got locked out." <laughs> yeah, well, just she was just I don't know she's she was putting f- pet dog hair dog hair in my food, food, and like she was like she. Would, swear and get upset really easily and stuff like that so it was pretty it was good that i got her instead of a kid because like that would be really bad so 
Um, other than that, like it, I think if I had a place to stay, it would have been actually pretty fun. But um, since I I was at a home stay too, it was just like you don't have any free time and stuff like that. So yeah, it was pretty pretty rough. So uh, they moved you to a different place yeah. after you complained, right? Yeah. So they moved me to another place, and she was about sixty five too. But then I did um, manual labor like on my weekends. So like I literally did manual labor on her yard. It was pretty crazy. You were supposed to, or you just did it to help her? I just did it because I wanted to be nice. But it was it was it was rough. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it was it was pretty crazy. Um, and I think other than that, man, Canada is they're Canadians are pretty nice people and stuff, but um. The prices of food and and stuff like I didn't realize how expensive it was to live in over there. Like, how did did you eat out when you're? I never went to. I only flew through Canada. I never like. No, actually. did you in, in California? How was it expensive? Or oh, dude, my I was Isabella cooked like three or four times. Um, I think I was mostly just riding on other people or just like buying food. So, um, like. I didn't know, like, even McDonald's was 20 bucks. Like Jesus Christ. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. Uh, no, uh, my sister and my mom took me to a couple places. We had, I think me and my mom had a cheap breakfast. Um, or it was just gigantic. It was like you ordered one thing for, like, 10 bucks, and it was could have fed four people. So, But, yeah, I didn't really pay too much attention. I was trying to find some new clothes and stuff while I was out there. Well, at least you got, you got stuff like that. That was pretty nice. But, uh, yeah, just... I didn't have uh, much free time, you know, like just. It was three months of straight work. Pretty much. And um, you didn't get like any extra pay for that. That was just regular work, right? That's my job, yeah. Oh, so. dude, that, that, that fucking hurts my heart. Um, but, uh, oh, good night, baby. Yeah, but it's, uh, good night, Hannah. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean. All in all, I think it was. Uh, Did it your was, students have a good time? Oh, they none of them. You know how like people get homesick and stuff. No one got homesick at all. Zero people. They, they didn't want to come home. Like they just wanted to stay. You know, they wanted to actually keep keep living in Canada. <laughs> all of them are gonna move there after they finish. Um, but it. Coming home, like, a lot of our, our travel plans changed. Oh, no. Like, this is what we wanted to get into. This like, um, well, the day starts at, f- like, um, I had to wake up at, like, 4, 4.45 or something like that because we had to be at a school, which is about maybe 30 minutes away before, like, the bus departed at, like, 5 and it was snowing. So it was, like, f- the first snow. Mm-hmm. So it was pretty bad. Um, So we set out to, to go and then, Everything's all icy, you know. It's pretty crazy. Um, so we get there, and then uh, I decide to take my clothes off, and I, I make snow angels in the in the snow. <laughs> There's a video of him doing that. Yeah, I'll probably post that later. But it was pretty fun. Um, but then we we get there, and then we try to get to um, we try to get to the airport because we're we're going from this place called Guelph to toronto which is like a, a major city i'm sure everyone's heard of toronto so we go from toronto we're gonna fly to vancouver um so we get there you know to toronto we make our um our flights delayed so because of the snow so didn't you have weren't you guys running late because a student 
didn't wake oh, yeah, up. Oh well, yeah, a student, one student didn't wake up, but that didn't really matter because the flight was delayed anyway. So, mm. I mean, it is what it is. I already knew that something like that was gonna happen. So, um, you okay, baby? I thought you said good night, baby. Yeah. So, basically, um, we get to the airport and then they're de-icing the wing, and so the plane. The plane doesn't leave on time. So already I pretty much knew like we were pretty screwed. Like there's only one connecting flight. So basically we fly seven hours. There's no free food because we're actually, we're actually not. It's not long enough to be a food flight because it's actually six hours. But since we're sitting in the airplane for an hour and a half <laughs> waiting for it to like go. like so. Do you remember who you flew through? Um, Canada Air. So. They fucking suck too. Oh yeah, whatever. It's all airlines suck. So. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, if I had my way, I just wouldn't. I wouldn't fly. Just like, I don't care about going places anymore. Like, I have this little crazy human being I have to take care of now. So, um, yeah. So get we, to we get to Toronto. I know we're in Toronto. We go to Toronto. We fly after waiting for an hour and a half, yeah. just sitting on the plane. Um, we sit there and then we head out and then we're like seven hours. What's wrong, baby? Baby, stop. Stop. It's okay. It's okay. So we, we arrive at, um, Vancouver and then they, they tell us that they're going to fly us back to Toronto. And I'm like, uh, what? (laughs) Like I couldn't figure it out. Back where you just came from. Yeah, pretty much. And so, like, I'm, like, really, really mad. Like, like, we just sat on the plane. We we didn't even get to eat since 5 in the morning. So, like, trust me, I have, like, like 19, like, people, right? This I have my coworker who doesn't really, he speaks English, but he doesn't really speak English, you know? Like, and there's, there's kids who never traveled before, so it was pretty, wait, pretty, wait, wait, uh, wait, wait, wait. Hold on, baby. Okay. Okay, go. Okay, here we go. So, yeah. So it was pretty. Why were they trying to send you back to where you just came? Because there's no more flights to go to Japan. So there's only like one more flight. Like mm-hmm. if you miss that flight, you're done. So. But, uh, baby, you got to stop, baby. Yep. So on that end. And. They didn't want to have you stay in the hotel on their dime there. Yeah. And that's nine, 20 people that they take care of. So, like. Course. Of course, no one's gonna want to take care of that. So yeah, so if they send you back to where you came from, the people who yeah have, that airport has to deal with the pay with the price, not well, just and and our parent like company. So so they did they did that, and so it was it was a pretty much one long nightmare, and it was pretty crazy. But other than that, like um, we we just had to like do that and deal with that, and it was pretty crazy on that end. But it was. All in all, I, I, th- I think it was because just the only problem was we had like 20 people and it was straight up bullshit. So how long until you guys got to eat something? Um, since my coworker didn't understand, uh, we had to wait until we were in the air. And then the ground, the, actually like the, the people on the airplane were really nice. And they gave us like they found out that our students hadn't eaten for like. 20 hours so <laughs> or four fifteen hours so they gave us some food so and like, then you guys got to your hotel about what time uh we didn't get back till about midnight uh we we didn't land back in 
Toronto to, uh, until midnight. So that's how long how the flights took. And we didn't get into our hotel rooms till about 2.30 in the morning or something like that. So. Oh, Jesus Christ. So, yeah, I mean. So uh, you had to redo day one pretty much the very next day. Yeah, pretty much. But then now they changed our travel plans to a little bit more doable stuff. So we went to, we went instead of going to Vancouver, we went to Montreal this time. So Montreal to Tokyo and then to Tokyo to Fukuoka. But didn't you have to stay in Tokyo a day too? Yeah, they couldn't book. They, they just didn't have 20 seats available So until the next day. So yeah. we had to just wait. So Yeah, I that mean, was crazy. It's, when you're traveling with 20 people, it's impossible to to figure stuff out. So Did you have any blow-ups like I did? Oh, yeah. I shit ton of blow-ups. Yelled at my coworker. Like, I straight up, like, filmed video of, like, just this it's really bad just how tired the kids were like it's terrible like if if i was like the parent company and i already knew that i was coming back i would have tried to sort those hotels out as soon as we landed and tried to sort out food like as as soon as we got there you know like there was a lot of waiting that around you, you know your co-worker could have done that would have helped things along yeah but yeah now that i look back at it though like it's like it's just a bad situation man yeah i mean do you know like I said, I feel that if you see somebody losing their shit at the airport, just maybe give them the benefit of the doubt. Like, people are going through it rough. How how long was your travel time, would you say? I was 26 hours. You mean from? From when you were supposed to have left and to when you got back, how long did it take? Like two and a half days or something like that. Two and a half days. So, yeah, that's a lot, you know, and I think. But, I mean, we got to stay in hotels, though. So it's like, how long did you sleep in that hotel? Like five hours. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought you said like four last time. No, well, um, the other one was four, and the other one was five. So, oh, I forgot. So two, two hotels. Yeah, two hotels. So, yeah, no, it was. Like I said, I have a new understanding for for people losing this shit. Like it's a lot. Traveling is hard, you know, when things go right, and when shit goes wrong, especially. The, the funny thing about the, the corona thing with mine, like a week later, Japan was like, oh, they're relaxing the corona rule. So I'm like, so this doesn't even fucking matter. And the only reason I didn't get my third injection was because I caught the fucking virus. And then they were like, you can't get it directly after having the virus. And then I was like, oh, and finding information like, hey, do I need this? Do I need this? Yeah, it was fucking miserable. <laughs> it fucking sucked. But oh, yeah, it's... I. Seriously, like if I didn't have to travel, I wouldn't go. And like, I, I, I enjoyed going back. I enjoyed seeing everybody. Like, I got to see my dad's house where I used to live. Uh, we just like literally didn't have time, but Asia drove us by. We just saw the, you know, uh, my buddy Josh. His family lives there, and they were redoing the front. Like, it looked different. My hometown. I didn't even recognize my elementary school. My elementary school has a fucking West Campus now. Like when I went there. There was, <laughs> you know, my my school at Jonan has more students in, like, one class than, like, we had in my whole school when I was growing up. Wow, that's pretty crazy. Oh, dude. Like, I didn't recognize areas where I live. Like, it looks so different. Is, uh, it, is it nicer now? Or a- yeah, well, it's, yeah, it's just becoming more, I don't know, metropolitan. I guess, you know, it's just growing with the times. But, uh, and, yeah, your trip sound, sounded fun because, like, it's, it's family, right? You get to see family and friends. And no, stuff. it was it was fucking amazing like yeah. i said i saw i saw people i hadn't seen you know since i was 20 yeah so, so 
uh, vastly different trips. Yeah, yeah, I mean, mine was for fun. Like I said, I got to, you know, I got to to, to hang out with Robert's family and, and Isabella's family, my family. But I mean, there there were some really good things that came out of it. Like I, I got closer to my students and stuff. So my homeroom is really really nice and oh, great yeah. great kids. You know, like I couldn't ask for better kids. But, Are they um, graduating this year? Yours? Next year. Oh, so yours? Oh, their second year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. See, now it's. <laughs> do you have to do it again next year? But the the new need the the trip <coughs> probably yeah uh, we'll see yeah the uh, are you gonna be able to handle it? you sound you you I mean you're reflecting on it nice now but when when I was talking to you on text it sounded like you were pretty lonely out there felt you know sad that you weren't able to spend time with Hannah and Grace oh yeah that that's whenever you're away from your family and stuff like it's like my daughter like she literally grew up without me like that. The massive difference in her speaking ability now and even when I left was was huge. And she's much taller, and she's. It's kind of sad that I missed that time, you know. Mm-hmm. So I I don't really know if I really want to go, you know, like. But I you mean, can't say no, right? I don't know. I I could always find another job. So yeah. If anyone's listening, <laughs> your buddy Liberty. actually got um, a lot of job offers for to Canada. So. Damn. Maybe, Mister. <laughs> I I had to babysit your kid for like four hours. That was, oh man, I was so yeah. worried about. Thank, that. thank you for um, lots of people who came and helped out my family and and me. So. Oh no, that, that was. It's um it means a lot to me, dude. So it was. She was so good. Like most of the time, we. Now she's a good girl. She's just. Well, I mean, she's a kid, you yeah. know. But usually, when Grace is here, like even today, like. She'll she'll start whining with you guys, but with me she'll just be all right. So Grace had to go to the hospital. She wasn't feeling good, and I just stayed with the baby. And I was like, "Fuck, this is gonna suck." And I didn't know how long Grace was gonna be. And like three and a half hours in, we had no problems. We we're just playing games, doing whatever. She's just talking to me, and she loves climbing shit. And she fell. She fell over in that corner where that table's at. Bumped her head, and I was like, "Baby, I told you not to do that." Now the tears are coming. I'm like, oh, fuck me. I don't know what to do. So I just pick her up and I'm like, oh. I was like, I told you, baby. And I'm like, it's okay. And she's just crying. Two minutes, she's passed out. And I'm like, oh, shit. I was like, sweet. I actually learned that. Like when um, it's usually when they fall, mm-hmm. it's because they're tired. Yeah. And then when they cry, they just release and then they go to sleep. Oh, dude, I, I, well, you know, I don't got no fucking kids, so. Yeah, but, but isn't it weird? You just, you're just carrying a, oh, a dude, sleeping baby. Oh, dude, I'm just holding you're this like, baby. You're like, is this weird? That's a workout, dude. My back was starting to kill me. I'm like, all right, let me sit down. Wait, wait so like, it's, that's what's weird, weird to me is like, we lift all these weights, but then like my 12 kilogram daughter kills my back. I'm like, oh, God, right. sit down. And then my daughter, she's like super like spoiled because I spoil her. She's like, no, you got to stand up and carry me. Yeah. I'm like, God. Oh, dude, see, she she passed out, so I sit on his couch, and I'm like, all right, relief. And then I'm like, fuck. Ten minutes later, I'm like, well, I'm just going to lay down. So I literally lay with her laying on top of me, and I'm just, I'm about to pass out. I didn't have any sleep that day. And I'm like, this is nice. We're bonding. As long as she says sleep, click, click, door opens up. She pops her head up and just starts crying. Mama! And I'm like, it's like, you're not even hurt anymore. I was like, traitor, we were doing so well. But no, she, she's, she's a... Blame. She played with me all day today. Ate dinner. Yeah, spilled asked, soup on me. She asks about you every day. I thought they were full of shit. She's like, the baby's asking about you. I'm like, no, she's not. She doesn't even know who I am. 
but no, it it, it was a very very fun time. But um, do you want to talk about your boys Andrew Tate real quick, or you want to actually? Save that don't, for next I week? haven't really um, looked into it, but uh, I do think it's because uh, Greta. Greta. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, you want so we'll, we'll we'll follow up on it next yeah. week then. Basically, Andrew's shaking up some shit. So just like uh, Musk, right? So. But I think, but the one thing I will say is that when he has the do, du- he's a douchebag persona. But when you hear him talk like a person, he's not. Wait, wait. You think he's a douchebag persona? Like how? Like what is? Like I think he's doing douche- what he's doing. He's saying the most the inflammatory shit to get attention. No, wait. Are you saying he's saying the most inflammatory shit, or people are cutting? Cutting those sound bites. No, I think he does some of it on purpose. I think he's he's getting it out there. But when you hear him talk, like there there are times like there's Andrew Tate, the persona, and then there's him as just a dude. And I, I think I, well, see, you can't really separate because that's Logan really, Paul. You like to say Logan Paul is a douche on purpose, wouldn't you say? Yeah. Right. Yeah. But if you probably saw him just one to one, he's probably not a dickhead. I don't know. <laughs> You're usually defending that guy when no, I talk no. about him. I, I'm not saying that he's. I I don't know Andrew Tate. I don't know Logan Paul. Uh, I don't I don't know these people, but like, I'm not gonna pretend I know them. But I I I don't know if they're like. Well, I've seen clips of him where he's making more see, but that's logical like, slints. Yeah, that's like internet stuff, right? Yeah. So like, you're you're talking about like internet. But that's our only way to to get anything on either of them is the internet. Yeah. So like, we we really just don't know, right? Yeah. So, well, I guess what I'm trying to say then is I've seen t- clips of him acting like a douche, and then I've seen clips of him where it's like he talks, he sounds more calm and almost like a different person to where I'm like, oh, it must be a persona. It makes me feel like he does that on purpose, but who knows? It could be him or whatever, but he got arrested in Romania, and we'll talk about that more next week. He basically got arrested for human trafficking, right? La- Suppose, same yeah. thing that he did last time, right? Like they tried to arrest him for last time. Yeah, and then they were like, "Oh, we didn't know he." We, we'll talk about it next week. We we want to get a little more get, information. Get on some board. facts and some uh, some tweets. But yeah, uh, we'll. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, we have missed you guys, and hopefully, we'll be able to keep it a little more consistent this year. Maybe, but, but just just stick with us. You know, we got work and shit. You know, <laughs> so until we find a way to deal with the work part, just do. You know, when you get it, just be happy about it. But we do love you all. You guys stay safe and we'll talk to you next time.